if you don't believe that you are the best in what you do in your business, get the fuck out of the business world. Because that's, that's the reality. If you don't believe that you are the best at what you do in your craft, if you don't believe that you're the best at what you do in your product, if you don't believe you're the best at what you do in the marketplace, you're not going to survive in business. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Mental Purpose Podcast, where our mission is to elevate, educate, empower, enrich, and evolve men to be on purpose. Now, I'm adding some stuff to that at the end, like for true fulfillment, for true authenticity, and to live a life without regrets. That's big. That's huge. How many people out there right now, you listening, how many regrets, regrets do you have by not doing the things that you want to do, wanted to do, should have done, or how many people are really going to regret who they weren't, right? Who they were and who they weren't. And, you know, for ourselves, for our families, doesn't matter. But look, my guest today, he was a model for me. And he, the, the way that I follow people, the way I model after people and look up to people is by who they are, not what they have, right? So I model Raul, who's my guest today, because of who he is, who he is for the world, who he is for his business, who he is for his family, who he is for his kids, right? His wife and kids. And I, I meet so many people that look on Instagram and they see these high-level CEOs and these, and these guys with planes and yachts and they see all this shit going on and they model after them, but you're, you're, you're chasing a rabbit around a track. You're never going to catch it, ever. Because you're modeling after the wrong thing. You're modeling after what they have or what they do, not who they are. And that's a very clear distinction that I want to make in this. So Raul, for me, last summer was a model when I was challenged uh, to find a model to take me to the next level. Raul was that guy for me. And he, he didn't even know it. And so I'm very fortunate to have him on the podcast today and, and you know, just have him give it's not a long episode. We'll get him back on. But just have him give such depth of his knowledge, but not just knowledge, his experience in having the edge, losing the edge, and finding it again in his programs, the, the Next Level Experience. He's the creator of the Next Level Experience. He's the creator of Next Level Real Estate, Next Level Media, the Edge Program. I mean, he's got – the guy's the guy is, is, is just doing it right, in my opinion, as a as – a, very high level personal development and business development coach as a podcast host. Uh, the, the guys, the guys got it going on. And so I want to celebrate that. I don't see any competition here. I celebrate other podcasters. I celebrate other coaches. Let's roll. So listen, quick piece of business before we get rolling on this. If you need us, just go to ianloboss.com. You want to come to one of our, one of our events, front runner events, personal involvement retreats. You got, Frontrunner.group, no problem. We got you. We got a couple spots open for the fall. We got a couple spots open for the winter. But it fills up quick. But get it, get it quick. Get it now. That'll be the weekend that your life actually shifts in the most purposeful manner possible. Just remember, the Men on Purpose community, that's where you want to be. It's just an ecosystem of great people that are doing things at a very high level but in a purposeful manner. They're not just taking surface-level exercises and junk and affiliate crap. We're not doing any of that. Everything we do is purposeful. I've been in other programs. I changed this. I built this the way that I wanted it to be done in other ways in other programs I've been in, which is nothing wrong with those. Just, I just evolved it for me. Cool. And hopefully everybody loves it. So that's it. All right. Talk long enough. This, this is, this is one of my mentors. This is one of my models. And you guys are going to love this. So thank you for listening. We appreciate all the support. 
Uh, make sure if you if you haven't yet hit up iTunes, make sure you subscribe to the Mental Purpose Podcast. Give us a five star rating and review. And listen, remember, always got the t shirts. I got like two hundred more t shirts I just ordered. So if you want one, DM me your address and your size. I'll get you one. They're cheesy as hell, but I wear it every day. <laughs> All right, enjoy the episode. See ya. All right, Rebel. This is a pleasure, man. It's an honor, a pleasure. It's all those things. Like this is, uh, this is something I've looked forward to for a year now. So I want to give the audience just the best you got, man. The best you got. And I'll tell the quick story I just told you, but you have been somebody that's been a model for me in my coaching business, and you never even knew. And the point of that story is you never know who's watching you. So if you're mm. going to do your shit, do it in alignment and do it with integrity because you don't, you, you don't hit a false note, dude. You don't waver. On your mission, you don't waver. And that has meant a lot to me and me growing my coaching business. My coaching business grew by 5x last year because I followed your model. Yeah. Thank and you, Bob. Thank you, man. Not, not your, like, not your three types of men model, that, but I followed your, like, don't waver. These guys need you. You got to stay tough. You're a strong mind, strong body. Like, you got to stay focused because these guys are counting on you to get out of their own way. And that I took very seriously. So. Thank you, bro. Thank you. And listen, Ian, man, it's, it's a pleasure, you know, being here. And I don't, you know, I don't take it for granted. So when somebody says, bro, give me your sure. best, like, the best is all I fucking have, man. <laughs> like, I'm going <laughs> to show up here just like I show up for, for my family, just like I show up for my yep. clients. And, and I think that's the message of living the edge is like, give it everything you fucking have every single time because you never know when you have a second chance. Second chance. Uh, totally. and, and thank you for saying that because that's, that's where I, I, I talk about all the time. You never know who is listening. You never yeah. know who is going to be impacted by what you say. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's, uh, it's like I said, it's a pleasure. And I know the audience is going to get a lot out of this. It'll be a quick one. And I'll, I know you'll, we'll come, we'll, you'll come back on, you'll come back on soon. Cause there's, there's a lot that I want to collaborate with you on. Um, so one of the things that I want to talk about is there's so many guys out there that are stuck, but why are these guys why are they stuck? Why can't they not get out of their way? You and I have a very similar audience in our in the podcast, in the coaching world, and these are high-level dudes, big bank accounts, big success resumes, big houses, cars, vacations. Everything on Facebook looks like you got the life, the perfect life. But for my life, I, I, I hated myself every day. I had the big bank account, seven figures, and I couldn't stand who I was. I hated getting up every day and having to grind it again. And I know you went through that drinking and, and like, uh, you know, verbally abusive, like all those things. Why are we so stuck in that shit? And is it, why is it our mission, our calling to help guys get out of that? Um, I recorded this video about five years ago. Yep. We were moving offices. So I Still go to wrong. the office and it was completely trash, right? Because we're moving. So I said, this would be a great opportunity for me to relive the moment where I kind of felt like I was in the middle of the tunnel. When I, when I felt like I lost everything, when it's 2008, when I had over a hundred employees, when we had millions of dollars in, in real estate and we couldn't yeah. move anything because the economy was stuck, right? So what I did is I, uh, I had my, my camera crew. I said, you know, bring a camera. We're going to relive this. We're going we're gonna to tell the story. And, and I remember that I used to have a bottle of tequila in my office. Um, you know, when I was going through it. So I said, I said, go go to the liquor store, give me a bottle of tequila. I'm going to fucking do this shit right now. We're going to relive the moment. I got into this state and I took a shot of tequila 
And I just started just to pour on that yeah. camera, just what I went through, the pain, the sedation, the uncertainty, the anger, right? Yeah. And, and thank God it was a one take, Ian, because if it was more than one take, man, I would be doing a completely different video because I was real tequila shots that were taken by doing that video. <laughs> and, uh, and that video has, has gotten yeah. over probably about 2 million views. And every single yeah. man that watches that video, it just speaks to their heart because in that video, I portrayed yeah. what most of video. us as entrepreneurs, as leaders are feeling in the inside, but we don't have a, a, a channel to, to, to channel this energy, right? And even now that yeah. I watch that video, I'm like, fuck, man, like, like I was in a lot of pain. I was in a lot of pain. And, and that's what uh, yeah. men right now, we are in a lot of pain and we mask the pain with our bank account. We mask our pain with success. We mask our pain with a feeling that one day we're going to be enough. But the reality is yeah. that we're never going to be enough because we're operating from a place of the mind. We're operating from a place of never ending. It's never going to be enough. You're always going to try to, to achieve that level of success. And, and the comparison game is what kills us. You know, so I talked to my clients last week and we're talking about how the, the road to mastery is falling in love with the journey. And the illusion of success is a destination. So that's why men are in pain because we have this yeah. illusion of what success needs to look like. When the reality is that we're just running a, a conditioning pattern based on what we saw our parents do, based on what we saw on TV, based on what we saw growing up. So the moment that you start realizing, okay, who the fuck am I? What do I really yeah. want? Why am I working my ass off and not necessarily even producing the results that I want? And that's what shifted for me. I started realizing that I've been climbing the wrong fucking ladder. I've been doing this the whole, the whole game wrong. I've been living for that one day. And worse, because I, I lost millions in 2008, <laughs> I was living on fear. Because now I got my yeah. money back, but now I'm afraid to lose it. So it, what you focus on, you're going to attract. So now I'm losing my shit. So that's when I realized, listen, I need to get my shit together. I need to figure out how, how do I get out of this depression? How do I get this, this dark yeah. place? How do I get off this... This sedation, and then when I woke up one day and I saw my son looking at me, and I was I was sleeping on the couch, and, and I was hangover. I'm, I'm like, this is not me, this is not who I am. I I am better than this, and that's when I made a commitment to to really look for help. And I and I went to uh, meditation retreats in India, and I went to different you know personal development events, and I and I really digged in. And it took me years of personal development to really dial in to see what really works. You know, what's, what's the edge to look like for me? And that's when I found the, what I do now, which is the edge program. Yeah. And believe it or not, I, I created this program for me. This is, you know, yeah. this wasn't a program. I didn't wake up one day and say, hey, what can I sell? Or how can I be a coach? No, I, this is a program that worked for me. And the only thing I did is like say, hey, it works for you. Great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But sure. then there were more men out there that said, fuck, man, this is exactly what I need. I need a, a simplified version of what's out there. And now we, we, we put together a, an amazing group of men that really what they stand for is leadership. We stand for yeah. his legacy. We stand for his like, you know, I, I, I know I'm better than where I am right now. So that's what, yeah. that's why I do what I do. I love it, man. And, and you know, the other thing that I get, and I've never been to one of your events, I'm coming though, um, is self-love. It's self-love and self-pride, self but not in the bullshit way the society describes but like, I'm proud of myself. You can look in the mirror and say, I love me. I'm proud of me. I'm going to take care of me today. I'm going to be a little selfish so then I can give the best and the most to my family. 
You know, because if you're drained and you're overweight and you're drinking all the time, just like you were, just like I was, like you can't be the best dad. You can't be the best yeah. employer. You can't be the best uh, employee. You can't be the best husband. So you're just living this vicious cycle over and over. And for the guys that are listening that haven't hit that place yet that you described, or like I've described in past, where my wife looked at me and said, I, I think I'm out of this. I want to I wanna just, I think I'm done. I'm going to take our daughter and, and go. Then we started talking to divorce attorneys. But the one day she said to me, are you really the model of a man that you want your daughter to attract in her life one day? And for the first time, I showed my wife vulnerability. I couldn't stop from crying. I broke down. And I said, I'm not. I fucking hate myself. I hate my life. I hate my fucking business. I hate my employees. I hate every fucking thing about my life. I, don't, I hate waking up in the morning because I got to do this shit over again. And she said, then you got to focus on you because everything's going to grow to you. Everything. And so, like, that's what I got from you is it's not about the business, the money, the success, the power. It's about you getting to know you and getting into alignment and authenticity. And then from there, everything will grow. The business, the, the podcast, the, the money, the relationship, the, the fatherhood, everything will grow. But self-love so, is one yeah, of the things. Just, and there's a misconception out there about how, how you know, self-love is a soft tool, right? Like yeah. men are soft because, they, you know, we're talking about self-love. But the reality is that, listen, if you don't believe that you are the best in what you're doing your business, get the fuck out of the business world. Totally. Because that's, that's the reality. If you don't believe that you are the best at what you do in your craft, if you don't believe that you're the best at what you do in your product, if you don't believe you're the best at what you do in the marketplace, you're not going to survive in business. Yeah. So now take that same energy and, and, and put it on, am I the best father? Am I the best husband? Because the moment that you switch to us, it's very easy for me to coach men how to, how to increase their business, right? Sure. Because we love the business talk. But when we talk about the other side of the coin, then we start dancing around. Oh, shit, maybe I'm not the best husband. Maybe I'm not the oh. best. But you know what? It doesn't matter because I'm bringing the money. It doesn't matter because I could be the best in business, and that is enough. Yeah. But the reality is that is not enough. If you continue to, to lie to yourself that the bigger your business is, the more satisfied you're going to be, you're eventually going to end up in a fucking dark tunnel mm -hmm. with depression, with isolation. At the end of the day, you're going to be it's just like who went through. Like, fuck, is this it? Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to men who are worth millions of dollars, and, and, and they have said that if it wasn't for this program, they probably would have ended their lives. Yeah. And I, and I didn't get into this business. Like, I, I'm not qualified for that shit. Like, so I, I tell them, thank you for telling me after the fact. Because if you tell me that on the phone, right. the first person I tell you to call is a professional. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to put that pressure on me. And, and I don't want to put that, I don't want you to think that I'm going to save you. Sure. But I've heard this over and over again because the depression is real. Anxiety is real. You know, sure. the shit that we go into, the tunnel is real. So I'm in the middle of writing a book. The book should be coming out. Uh, towards the end of this year, I talk about how there is no rite of passage anymore for men. So that the life gives us a rite of passage. The tunnel is a rite of passage. What you went through, Ian, is a rite of passage. It's like you saying, it's time for me to stop being a fucking boy yeah. and become a man. Yeah. And now you're becoming a man. So because you're becoming a man, now life is punching in the face. But some men want to stay boys. Some men want to stay in that stage of being the, the warrior or, the, or um, you become the sedated warrior yeah. or you become the peasant. No, it's time for you to... to Claim your kingdom and decide and choose to be a king. It's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. Nothing in life is worthwhile is easy. But unless you love yourself from a place of like, fuck, I'm going to be the best I can. Doesn't mean I'm going to be perfect. That self-love is the foundation of worthiness. Yeah. And being proud of what you would accomplish is your birthright. And if you believe in a higher level of, of creation, if you believe in God, God created you. 
So what the fuck would you would not be proud of your creation? Now, your behavior might be doing things that you're not proud of, but your pride is what stops you from seeking help. Totally. Your pride is what stops you from being vulnerable. Your pride is what stops you from saying, fuck, I don't have my shit together. Yeah. But being proud is a foundation of creating momentum. Being proud of your, like I'm, every single morning, I take myself through a, a process again, a daily ritual. The first stage is feeling proud. Proud of my kids, proud of my wife, proud of who I am. And, and I float myself with a feeling of proud joy and, and love and connection. And from that place, I take myself to also a dark place. Then I talk about the shit that I'm, I feel like I'm out of integrity yeah. of, or the stress. So I, I have a contrast. It's crazy. Again, it's not for everyone, no. but I live in, in like light and dark. <laughs> you have to. Like, I guess, you know, because if, if, I, if, you don't, if you don't control those two extremes, and if you don't take part of those two extremes, you're either going to be this light version of you, a church-going person. Listen, I was a guy who I was a, uh, an elder in a church. And I, f- I felt like, man, if I just please God and if I'm just this good boy, things are going to happen to me, right? Good things are going to happen yeah. to me. But we sedate our darkness and then we don't talk about our darkness. The moment that I started talking about my darkness, nobody in the church wanted to hear it. <laughs> nobody like, no, don't bring that shit out because we don't talk about this, right? Keep that darkness at home. Right. But that's the darkness I want you to talk about. Porn addiction, stripper addiction, all this shit that as men we don't talk yep. about. But we need to talk about it because if we can't talk with, with men about this, we're never going to be able to heal. Mm-hmm. I realize a lot of this shit was conditioning. Totally. You know, in the real estate world, you, how do you network with clients? Hey, you know, Bars. if you're dealing with big banks, big big bowlers, hey, stripper club is the best way to, 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 to break the ice. You take a client to a stripper club and then all of a sudden this connection. Yeah. But then you feel you have that guilt and shame, right? Shit, you know, I shouldn't be here. Especially if you're a believer, especially if you're Christian, then you have that hangover, that guilt and shit. There's a lot of men out there that are on Sundays, we are the best. And then <laughs> Monday through Saturdays, like, man, yeah. like, and then we get the guilt hangover. And I, I, I got tired of living that way, yeah. because that was me. And I just started, just, just started, to, started to, to build a foundation of who am I? Yeah. I'm dark, I'm light, I'm everything. So now merge it together and fucking choose. Yeah. Choose what you're going to do with that energy. Choose what you're going to do with that power. What do you, uh, when you say you explore the light and dark, I, I do that as far as I project forward. Um, I project forward resentment and regret that I will feel. I project forward like a year from now. If I do this in a year from now, what am I going to feel? And then I channel it. I feel it. I go, it's not serving my mission. I'm not going there. Is that what you mean by light and dark? Like a walk into that dark? So I, 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 I believe that um, guilt and shame is poison yeah. for the soul, right? So guilt and shame are energy blocks. So whenever you have anxiety, wherever you have fear, is because you're allowing the mind to control those thoughts. So I have a, a power statement that I repeat to myself. I'm not my thoughts. I'm not my feelings. I'm not my emotions. Yeah. So when I become present to my thoughts, my feelings, and emotions, then from that place, I could start choosing which thought, which, which emotion is empowering me. So what I do and, and what I take myself into a dark place is I imagine the worst case scenario that could happen to me. And before I used to imagine, and, and I shift this because I, I, I did exactly what you, you, were, you were doing, Ian. I was trying to guilt my way into taking yeah. action. And that may work for a certain time, but it's not sustainable yeah, I agree. because eventually your mind is a, is a, is, is, is kind of like a, a self-defense mechanism. So the mind, that's what personal yeah. development, it works for a while, but then afterwards personal development starts to guilt you. So, oh, you should do yeah. better, Ian. Man, you are coaching. <laughs> you, you know, you've read all the books. You've been to all the Tony Robbins events. You should know better. So now 
it works yeah. the opposite, right? So I sort of realized that that doesn't work because I'm empowering my mind and my mind is very smart that it actually takes the tools and uses against yeah. me. So I started using a different part of darkness, a darkness of, of imagining really the things that I cannot control. Like, what, like what, if, if you have a bad day, imagine what's the worst that could happen today, right? Some people say, well, I'll lose my business. You know, I, I lose money. Okay, so at the core, if you're, if you're a man, we value who we are, sense of self, based on how much money yeah. we make, right? Based on our business. Okay, so if you ask a guy, what's the worst that could happen? Like, fuck, if I lose my business, if I can't produce. Okay, but then let's go deeper. What's truly the right. worst that could happen? Well, maybe my kids get sick, my wife gets sick, my mother gets sick, my, 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 my father gets sick. So now, what I do now is I picture the people that I love the most what would I do if something would happen to them? What would I do if I yeah. got the call, right? You got into a car accident. That takes me to a dark place that no matter what happens that day, Ian, like nothing will shake me because already in the mornings, I face my dark yeah. fucking path. So everything else is a blessing because the reality is it's never going to be as dark as I imagine it That's to be. That's a good be. point. That's a really good point. So, you know, for example, when, when, uh, when COVID happened, my wife and I, we got sick with COVID. And, uh, and my wife got... Um, an autoimmune disorder that started affecting her liver because COVID is like, you know, starts touching all the organs that are weak. And it got to the point that she got yandas. She, her skin was yellow. Her, her eyes were yellow. And it was a scary yeah. fucking moment to the point that the doctors were saying that she might even need a liver Jeez. transplant. And I started Googling liver transplant. Like, oh, fuck, it's some serious shit. So now imagine all the dark things that, I, that I've trained yeah. my mind to believe that could be possible now sure. is happening right now in real life. So my, I call this emotional fitness. I already spar in the fucking ring with this challenge. I already spar with this thought. So when the fight was real, I was ready. When the fight was real, it was happening. I was ready. It, I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't, like thinking, okay, this is the end of the world. No, I was able to hold the space for my wife, and I truly believe that that helped her become better. And thank God, right now she's ninety nine point nine percent good, man. Heal. We didn't have to do the liver transplant. We went to alternative medicine. We got some <laughs> celery juice. We got one of my clients is a, is a heal uh, a doctor that's a holistic doctor. We got us into a bunch of you know things that got her to get back on track. But if I was like, woe is me, I can't believe this happened, and I went to a depression, man, none of this no. would have happened. I was able to hold this space because I was I was already sparring for the past years, looking at my worst case scenario. When my father passed away, same thing. My father passed away on last year on uh, you know 2019 on uh, Thanksgiving. Same thing. Like I, like it hurt sure. me. I'm not gonna say I'm made of stone. It hurt me. I feel, but I take my feelings every single morning. And I think with the worst case scenario, then I have a process that I take myself on, and that's why. Whatever happens, may adapt, adjust, and execute because it's emotional fitness that I train, train every single morning. And that's what I tell my clients that here is emotional awareness. You're smart enough to know that you're not your thoughts, you feel your emotions. Emotional fitness is face those thoughts, feels, and emotions and face those, those dark thoughts, dark moments, and now you expand them. But don't guilt and shame your way because guilt and shame will just erode. Yeah, that's so. such a, it's such a good point. Um, I want to ask you a question about the three types of men because that was something that really called out to me because I was that guy. I was the, the victim, the blaming and, and everybody else's fault and fuck you. I'm the provider and what, like, I'm not going to do that. I'm the guy bringing the cash home. Like you want a good, you want to take that trip. You want that car? That's me. That's your fault. You do that. I did it to my wife, my parents, my friends, my employees. And 
like then I became that information addict, right? 2015, I piled 65 books I read. And one of my coaches was like, you know, on Thanksgiving, if you don't put the spoon down, you're eventually going to throw up. You can't digest. It's just going to come back up. Just put the fucking spoon down for a second, dude. Just let it digest. Take what you need for nutrients. Expel the rest and go back at it. But, but cut that shit by 12. Like read five books a year, but read them like three times. And I did that for a very short period of time, maybe like four months, where I was like every day, every weekend, everything I could pile in, I piled in as much as possible. And then I saw how... I went to a Tony Robbins event, uh, UPW, I think, and I watched guys that were there 15, 18 times, still fat, still getting divorced, divorced for the second time. And I'm like, okay, there's a difference. What's the pattern? The pattern is execution. And that's why like your shit just matched up and like sang to me because I saw like, all right, now you fucking execute. Now you stop learning for a second and put it into your life. Mess it up, try it, fail at it, go back at it, retune it, go back at it. Like, that makes sense. What holds people back from that piece between information addict and executor? What is that piece? Is it just fear? It's, it's, it's not even just fear, Ian. It's what if, what I, if I execute, yeah. what if it actually works? Right, so because we're not, we're not prepared for that version of us. We're not prepared for the life because we're so... Yeah. Uh, used to this version of being the victim or so comfortable taking the information that sometimes the story of where you're going <laughs> is more interesting yeah, than totally, the action totally. that you have to take, right? You're, you're committed, you know, and, and listen, I was the guy, I think I've done over 50 yeah. Tony Robbins UPW. So I was the guy waiting for that drug, <laughs> man. I, I love Tony. But until I realized, like, I realized that I, I replaced tequila with Tony <laughs> for a Tony Robbins event, right? It was the same. Yeah. It was, it was drugs, right? So it's, it's because I, what, would have, what happens yeah. if you actually change your life? Now it means that you have to stay in that. Right? Now it means that you actually have to live it. You know, that's one of the things my tagline is learn it, live it, experience it. Because now you have to experience yeah. a different version of you. And, and the difference is you have to be willing to let go of what you know right now and experience and, and truly experience something else. You're not the... The experience, you are yeah. the experiencer. The reason we get caught up is because we think this story is the end. Like, this is who I am. And, and that's what, what I was. I was stuck in the real estate mentality. Man, I'm a real estate investor. I'm a real estate you know, company. I'm just a, who, who am I to create right. Who am I to impact people's lives, right? I had to get out of that story, get out of that comfort zone and, and try different things. So that's, for me, the, the videos, the social media the content, you know, at the beginning, I, I got so nervous talking that I didn't know what to say. I needed to have this perfect idea. But the reality is that through you execution, what, what I uh, tell my clients is that through the execution, you're going to receive feedback. And that feedback is what's going to sharpen the edge. So right now, you're walking in and you don't have, like, if you would have met Raul six years ago, probably you would have just disregarded me. But, you know, you met Raul two, three years ago. And now, if, you know, who I, who I am right now is nowhere near who I was two, three years ago. Who I am going to be in the next five years is nowhere near who I am right now. So it's because I'm constantly sharpening my edge. I'm constantly trying shit and doing things and, and not afraid to, to, yeah. to, to, to lose. And I think that's what we, we're afraid to lose our identity. We're afraid to lose our, our space. The reality is that if you're in the expansion business, if you're in the leadership business, your yeah. job is yeah. to disrupt who you are. Your job is to evolve. And if you're comfortable where you are, two things will happen. 
market would change, life would change, and if you're so committed to stay the same, you're committed to your excuses, you're not committed to your results. So you're either committed to your excuses or you're committed to your results, but you can't be committed Good. to both. True. It's impossible. So you have one foot in, one foot out, but the reality is... Yeah, I always imagine one foot are. in, one foot out, and it's like skis that over the course of life start going like this. You're one foot, one foot, and they start spreading, and then they it gets more painful and more painful. Then eventually it just splits you. It splits you. You're, you're completely one or the other, and that's where drugs, alcohol, porn, all that shit comes in. Do you think it's... Uh, you think it's consistency and sustainability that's that's a that's the actual depth of the fear because that's what I was scared of when I was running a seven figure real estate team. I I was so scared to continue the consistency to keep that level up to be the provider to be loved to be liked to be appreciated by my family which wasn't fucking true. I made that shit up. There was never in what my wife was like. Hey, you don't bring home seven figures. I'm out, bro. Like never, ever, ever has she ever given me evidence. But I was so scared. Not to cross over to that new guy, to shed that shell and evolve. I was so scared to sustain that shit because that was the scariest thing for me is stepping into that like completely unknown world, selling $50 million worth of real estate, whatever, I'll, I'll muscle that out. But I can't hustle and muscle this change in me. I, it's a slow burn, and that was scary as shit, man, for me, and I think a lot of guys. It's, it's, easier, for, it's yeah. easier for us to make money, Ian, and for us to actually become leaders. Just because you know how to make money doesn't make you a leader. Just because you know how to run a business make you a leader. That yeah. makes you good at a craft. And that's it. Uh, you're good at running a, a, a company. Uh, the way that I look at it is I'm not my business. My business is a part of me. My business is a tool. I am, I, as a man, I am a lot bigger than my business. And the legacy and the impact is a lot bigger than just making money. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm committed to make as much money as I yeah. can. Like, I, I just looked at Mayweather's fight over the weekend. <laughs> I just gave him so much fucking credit because he's like a, you know, he's, he's able to retire and still make so much money. So, you know, for me, it's, I get inspired by the new yeah. ways right now that we could create. At a core, I'm a creator, right? I'm a, I'm, I'm a creator. So then the moment they realize that you are a creator, what are you creating? What, what is your intention of creating? Are you creating a business that all you're getting from the business is the significance to be the man, to be the leader, to be the boss? Or are you creating an impact where people will say, hey, you know, I love working with that guy because that guy just, man, I'm better yeah. because I'm around that, that, that culture. Uh, so, so now, for example, we're going into companies. We call it the edge culture. Yeah, and then we go into companies and we're training the leaders and we're training the organization to have the edge culture. Because we believe the moment that you have a culture of the edge, like the pressure is no longer just under one man. That was a mistake that I had. I put all the pressure on me. And I felt like I had to be Superman when the reality is I had to fucking be Batman. It's easy for Superman to, to, yeah. to be the superhero if you look at the, the comics. Why? Because he can't die. He's made of steel. Nothing could hurt him. The hardest one, the, more, the, the, the superhero that has the most courage is, is Batman. Because all he has is his, right, his right. money and his, <laughs> his smarts, right? When they ask him in the movie, right. like, what's your superpower? He goes, I'm a billionaire, right? <laughs> That's a superpower. But at the end, he's there trying to, like, he's even, he even fought Batman, man. I was one of my favorite movies where he fought Batman. And he, he punched Batman. He's, I mean, he punched Superman. Yeah, and I says, remember that. I want to see if you can fucking bleed. And that was the one that realized, like, man, we've been, that's us. We think we're Superman, but the reality is that we're Batman. If we don't, we don't start thinking about leadership, we're not thinking about how we could get hurt, yeah. and we empower our team, 
We're always going to try so, to pretend so that we're Superman. So I know I got tight time with you. What is, uh, dude? Just make a commitment right now. You're coming back on, and we're doing a whole like doing like a two hour. You're in. You're in. Um, what can somebody do right me. now? As I mean, look, I, I I I can give advice all day long, but I follow you, and I want to tell people why. I always talk about modeling on here. Modeling is not about what somebody's got. I don't give a shit about planes and yachts and stuff like that. I used to because I thought that that's how I would escape my pain inside. But I follow who people are. And if I want to be a great dad and husband and business owner, I've got to follow people that are running amazing coaching businesses who are great husbands and great fathers. Not perfect because nobody is. So what can somebody do? Like it's as easy as I found you and I just started watching all your shit. Like I went back in time. Like I was an, a, an obsessed weirdo and typed out all your, your, uh, your copy. Little did I know that my new marketing company wrote most of that stuff for you. I could have just gotten it, but it helped me see your patterning. It helped me see things in who you are as a man. What can people do to just take one step today after listening to this to follow somebody that is on purpose and actually is the person that they want to be, not just what they want to have? So, so there's, there is a block that we have as men that, that we need to break, which is what I talked about, the pride, right? Being prideful, saying, you know what? I don't want to follow this dude because, you know, he, he has what I, don't want, what, what I want, right? So fuck him is, is because he, you know, he had to do this. So we have to get off that idea yeah. that people are out to get us. You know, I know there's, there's a lot of people out there running cons and scams and listen there's going to be that in everything right but one of the things that i learned especially from my from my wife and my little girl is that women look at other women and there is there is a sense of you know a woman could say to another woman hey you look beautiful hey you know you look amazing you know and i think as men we need to start giving each other credit and and humbling ourselves hey fuck man that guy this i think he has his shit together i need to fucking listen to it i need to listen from the ears or the ears that are not necessarily coming in from judgment, but from the ears of what can I get from yeah. this? If it's only Love one that. thing that I could take from that person, because there's a lot of men, there's a lot, a lot of men out there, but there's not going to be a perfect man. Trust me. Like I, I, there's not one perfect role model, one perfect, you know, the one perfect <laughs> right. person that lived there, right. you got crucified, right? The savior is always going to get crucified. So if you're trying to be the savior, if you're trying to be the, the perfect man, you're always going to fall short. And again, if you try to idolize people and you, you put them in a pedestal, you're always going to find the mistakes. So I, I, I tell my clients all the time, like, listen, don't put me in a fucking pedestal. I'm human. If I lose my edge, you know, next time, I hope that you have enough sure. empathy for me to help me regain my edge. You know, so, so when, you, when you're following people, just know everybody's human. We have this cancel culture right now of all this shit going on because we're judging people. We're holding them up to a, a standard yeah. that is not unfair. We all make mistakes. We're all going to fall short. So the only thing I tell you is like if, if, if I'm an imperfect man and I could make yeah. a difference, you could do this shit too. It doesn't take yeah. a fucking rocket science to do this shit. Just make a choice and decide every single day I'm going to get 1% better. That's it. Yeah. The competition is you versus you. 1% better every single fucking day. Consume a piece of content that inspires you. Take action on the piece of, con- yeah. the piece of content and repeat. Rinse and repeat. You know, don't fall into the trap of taking every, like, of the perfection mentality. 
I talk about falling in love with the process, falling in love with the base hits as opposed to the home runs. And if you're afraid, good. If it's not easy, good. It's true. If, if, if it was easy, everybody would fucking do it. And fear could be used as fuel. So, again, if you want to make a fucking difference, if you want to make, go to the next level, you have to be willing to pay the yeah, price. Dude, it's, it's so, go there and live on that's the so true. I know you got to jump. Uh, dude, this, is, uh, this has been awesome. I, not enough time. Not enough time at all. But I am so appreciative of your time and you're, just the shit you're doing, man, for the world. You've helped me help men because of what you do. And I'm sure there's somebody that you looked up to that helped you help the guys that you're helping and create the, the programs and the mission that you're on. And it's, um, it's awesome. It's really freaking awesome. And it's, it's uh, yeah, dude. So uh, tell people where they can find you. And I'll put it in the show notes too, but tell people where they can find you. Actually, um, if you go to find... I think it's findmyedge.com or getmyedgeback.com. Yeah. Actually, go to the nextlevelexperience.com. I'll send you a link. We're running a, a, a five-day challenge. Yeah. Um, we did a seven-day challenge before, and I realized a seven-day challenge <laughs> is, is, man, I, I break guys in seven days. So we, we broke it down to five days, a little more digestible. We had over 1,000 guys last time. We're looking to really yeah. help men to, to find the edge back because I feel like if, if you had an edge at one point, it's very easy to lose it sure. because you don't even know how to sharpen it. But if you had it, it's also easy to get it back because all we need to do is remember. Remember who the fuck you, you are. Got, you got time. Go to the link. We'll send you the link. Can I ask you one more question about that? That I've always been wondering this. Sure. That, so that edge, are you looking to get the edge back? Because if they had the edge back here where it was money and power and success – is the edge just a piece of you that fights through all the shit and goes through the resistance? Is that the edge instead of the edge of like, oh, I, yeah. Okay. So, so I've, I've, I've trained guys who, who have never had the edge, yeah. right? And I found that it is a lot harder. It's, 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 and we don't even know how long it will take. Like we had a, a guy who I trained for three years, so we call the edge project, yeah. right? And I realized like, fuck, man, I, it's, it's way, it's, 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 it's uncertain, you know, if I don't, I don't know until now if I could train somebody to have the edge. But what I know is that it's very easy. If you had the edge, meaning you, if, you, if you had a little bit of success in the past, if you persist in the past, if you had a little bit, in order for you to have the edge, you have to have some yeah. risk. You know, you can't just be sitting on the couch playing video games all of a sudden, hey, I want to find the edge. That's, that's a lifetime. Of, like, I don't care how much money you pay Tony Robbins. He probably wouldn't be able to fucking no. help you like, to do that. But if you had a little bit of success in the past or a lot of success in the past and you lost the edge, man... It's, it's a matter of now having a more conscious mentality yeah. and taking all the shit that, you, that didn't serve you, but now having the edge from a perspective of a king versus a perspective of a warrior. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. All right, dude, I'm going to let you roll. Thanks, brother. Appreciate yeah. you. Thank you. And uh, audience, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one.